Song of Bibles to the book of Psalm, Psalm chapter 149. Psalm 149. Psalm 149. We read from verse 1 to verse 9. So if you are there, you can shout praise the Lord. If you are there, shout praise the Lord. The book of Psalms, just open your Bible into half. And look right or left, you will see. <laughs> Amen. I read. It says, Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. And his praise in the congregation of saints. Are there saints in the house today? Let the saints shout hallelujah. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Amen. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Amen. Let them praise his name in the dance. Hallelujah. Let them sing praises unto him with a timbrel and harp. Yes. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Amen. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Verse 6. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. And a two-edged sword in their hand yes. to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishment upon the people, to bind their kings with chains yes. and their nobles with fetters of iron, Amen. to execute upon them the judgment written, this honor of all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. We've been looking at, for a few weeks, the topic, when there is a great turnaround. And the first uh, week, I believe, we said that when there's a great turnaround, there is a divine visitation. Then we said when there is a great turnaround, there is a divine exchange. And today we want to look at the fact that when there is a great turnaround, praise will arise unto the living God. In other words, the man, the woman, the brother to the sister, to whom God has granted a great honor, and will do what? Praise we'll praise God. We'll praise God. Let somebody praise the Lord. Because you are going to take a step of faith to claim what the Lord is giving unto you. Receive it in Jesus' name. When there is a great turnaround, Praises will arise unto the living God. In Zephaniah chapter 2 verse 11. Zephaniah chapter 2 verse 11. Zephaniah chapter 2 verse 11. The Bible says, the Lord will be terrible unto them. Who are those that God will be terrible unto? Every enemies of the Lord, God will be... Because remember that when there's a great turnaround, God has delivered you which I'm going to be talking more about that next, uh, next Sunday, God has taken you from where you ought not to be, and he has put you where you ought to be. And anyone that is saying that you will not go, anyone that is saying you will not see the year 2020, the Bible is saying the Lord will be what? Terrible unto them. Somebody is in trouble. Amen. And you will praise the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. He said, for he will famish all the gods of the earth. But what will happen? Men shall worship him. Everyone from his place. And all the idols of the heathen 
See, brethren, men will worship our God. But the difference is some will worship him by choice. And some by what? By force. Some will worship him because they choose. You know, the, the song will say, I, I mean, I choose to do what? To lift your name on high. Some by choice will say, I want to lift his name on high. And some will worship him because the Bible says that when a man says, pleases the Lord, he does what? Because your enemies, even your enemies, when they see death, they don't want to die. They will be forced to worship him. But I know you are here today because you want to worship him. And you will worship him in Jesus' name. And as you worship him, your worship will be acceptable in Jesus' name. How does praise ascend unto our God? Because there has been a great turnaround. First of all, sing praises unto the Lord. That's very easy, is it not? Do what? Sing praises praises unto the Lord. There's a song we we used to sing when I was on campus. It says, Hallelujah, anyhow. Does anybody know the remaining remaining words of that song? Don't let the devil force you down. Uh If the old man comes away, lift your hands and praise the Lord. Hallelujah, anyhow. At least I know part of it. If you learn to shout hallelujah, what anyhow, that is, either your voice is tenor, is trouble, is treble, is soprano, is soprano, whatever your, your voice is, you don't just like to do what? Shout hallelujah anyhow. Morning, afternoon, evening, at night, just do what? Shout hallelujah. There will be times you will get some news. And there are news that should make you to bow down your head and say, oh, it has happened again. Am I the only one in the land? Why is all this happening to me? As what should you do? Praise Praise Don't shout hallelujah anyhow. You feel like crying. Do what? Shout hallelujah. You feel like nobody should talk to you. Your children come around you and say, look, don't let me release what I've been keeping within me upon you. Do what? Shout hallelujah. That's my own understanding of that song. Hallelujah anyhow. How do you praise the Lord? Just sing praises unto him. We all know Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to verse 26. The Bible says at midnight, tell somebody at midnight. Paul and Silas prayed and did what? And sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. The prisoners at that time will have said, Ah, these people, I pity them. Is that not what happens at times when you are going to church? Somebody will look at you and say, Ah, I pity this man. I pity this woman. She's going to church again. And that's the way the prisoners were looking at them. They are praising God. Who are these people? Their hands are tied, their legs are tied, they are in chains all around, and the best they can do is what? To praise God. Is that how to strategize? They say, this is a time, this is a season to do what? To strategize. But they have chosen to do what? To praise the Lord. They began to praise God. And God answered them. As you praise God today, God will answer you. I say, as you praise him today, he will answer you. It doesn't matter the condition with which you came to church today. It doesn't matter the results you received before coming to church today. Either it is your medical report or your examination report, like you know these days, or like in our time that you have to go and look at one notice board to see the result. 
and you wait until Monday. These days, you only need to log in and, and you do what? The results are there. It doesn't matter which one followed you to church today. Just do what? Praise Just praise him. Just praise him. Because God is prepared. God is ready to do something for somebody. And who is that person? Who is that person? I know God will do something. He will do something in my life today in Jesus' name. You have said amen for me. Better pray for yourself. Amen. So how do you praise him? Just praise him. The Bible says in Psalm 42 verse 11, it says, why art thou cast down? Oh my soul. Why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God. Hope thou in who? God. Not in your husband. Not in your wife. Not in your father-in-law. Not in your mother-in-law. Hope thou in who? In God. Hope thou in God. He said, for I shall yet praise him. Who is the health of my countenance? In other words, maybe you are sick here today. As you praise God, receive your healing. Amen. I say, as you praise God, receive your healing. Amen. God is the health of my countenance, and God is my God. He's not just God, he's what? My, my God. God. For this God. Oh, yeah. He's our God. He's our God. Forever. Forever. Amen. He will be. He will be. He will be our God from now, even unto the end. You know one thing about God? The more you keep saying, God, you are my God, he sees you challenging him to do what? To prove that he's your God. That's why the psalmist said, do not let the heathen ask me. What? When he sees a situation and wants to make the healing to ask, where is your God? He says, ah, this my son, this my daughter is a testifier. I must give him a testimony. God will give you a testimony today in Jesus' name. Amen. How do you praise God? Number two, be joyful in his presence. What did I just say? Be joyful in his presence. Philippians chapter 4 verse 4. Philippians 4 4. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Mm -hmm. And again, I say what? Rejoice. rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I... I think it's been a long time that we sang that song. So I think we should sing it again. Amen? You remember that song? Rejoice, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. So, who are those that will be singing? Rejoice, rejoice. Okay, so the middle row here, we're all going to be singing what? Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. Now, this row, they have an undue advantage because the choristers are there. But I know that the middle row will, will, I mean, I can see that the middle row will help. So all you're going to be saying is what? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say. Now the row on this side, you just, whichever one you like, sing. <laughs> Amen? Are we ready? 
So who is going to start? Yeah, the choir, the choir, choir start. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say. Continue. Rejoice. 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 And again I say. Let's join. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Let's have for Jesus. Let's have for Jesus. Amen. Let's have our seat. Let's have our seat. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. And brethren, always means when the circumstances, the conditions do not look attractive to rejoicing. You just do what? Rejoice. Rejoicing is a weapon. Those of us that have gone through the school of disciples, I'm sure we remember. Yes, One of the greatest weapons of the disciple is what? Is joy. Yes. Is joy. When the enemy expects you to be melancholic, to be morose, I hope I'm using the right English word. <laughs> to say it simply, to be sad. And you are rejoicing. You say, no, this one is out of our hands. You will be out of his hands in Jesus' name. So number one, just praise him. Number two, be joyful in his presence. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 3. I love that passage very well. And it's a promise to somebody here. Isaiah 12 3. It says, therefore, with what? With joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. There is a well that has some good things for you. Amen. But in order for you to draw those good things out, you need what? You need joy. It's joy that you will use to draw out those benefits. Amen. It's joy you will use to draw out those blessings. Amen. It's joy you will use to draw out to that employment letter. Amen. I remember the testimony that General Vasya shared. Some people came to the camp for, for Holy Ghost service. And he gave a word of knowledge. That there's someone here, you've been going for interview to get a visa to the U.S. And they've denied you. He said, go back again. And this time around, they will give it to you. And the lady said, hallelujah, that is me. And she went to the embassy. And when she got there, she presented her documents. And the man looked at her. Why do you want to go to the U.S.? And he said, oh, okay, I'm, de I'm denying it. Next. And the man said, Ah, oh, no, but my father said, Yes, your father said what? My father said, I will get the visa today. And the man looked at her. He said, Who is your father? He said, Pastor E. Adibwe. And the man began to laugh. He said, I thought you would say, Commissioner, this or minister, or maybe the vice president. Your father is one pastor, and you are coming here, and you want a visa when I'm denying you. And the man continued to laugh. After a while, the man said, Because you have made me to laugh. I'll give you the visa. 
He said, because you made me to laugh, I'll do what? I'll give you the visa. I want to enjoy someone for the rest of this year. Rejoice. Amen. For the rest of this year, be joyful. Because with joy, you will draw water out of the wells of salvation. Hallelujah. There are some things that God has proposed for you. But how do you get them? By being what? Be joyful. Don't let the enemy use sadness to steal God's plan and purpose for your life. Tell your neighbor, rejoice. rejoice. Number three, how do you praise him? Praise him in the dance. Praise him with it where? Your dancing steps may not be as good as mine. <laughs> Still go ahead and do what? Praise him in the dance. Your dancing steps may be better than mine, which I believe is the, group, is the class the majority fall into. Still do what? Go ahead and praise him. You are dancing for who? It doesn't matter. Look at in 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 14 to 16. We know the story very well. The Bible says, David danced before the Lord with all his might. With what? With all his might. And he was guarded with a linen effort. And they brought up the ark of the Lord with shoutings and with sounds of the trumpet. And the Bible says, as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, looked through the window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. You see, that's how we know how he was dancing. He was what? He was leaping. He was leaping. He was jumping. He wasn't dancing gentleman's dance. The type that I normally dance. He was, uh, he said, everybody must know that I am doing what? Dancing. I am praising God. I am dancing before my God. And God bless him. Hallelujah. Know that the song we sing, when the spirit of the Lord is upon my life, I will dance. Like David danced when the spirit of the Lord I will dance. Can you play my tambourine for me? I will dance, I will dance, I will dance, I will dance, Lord David dance, I will dance, I will dance. I will dance like this. When the spirit of the Lord moves on, I will dance like this. Let the spirit when the spirit of the Lord moves on, I will dance like this.
Jesus said, yeah. You have danced before the King of Kings. You will not dance before the devil. Yeah. You have danced before the Lord of Lords. He will show forth himself on your behalf. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Let's have our seats. Let's have our seats. How do you praise him? You praise him. The Bible says in Psalm 150, verse 3 to 5, we have read the passage. Oh, no, we have not read it. But it says, Sing praises with your instruments of music. Yes, and that's why I asked them to give me my tambourine. You sing praises with what? Your instruments of music. Your tambourine, your harp, your drums, everything. Your mouth. Say you know your mouth is an instrument of music. Is it not? Yes, it's, it's, uh, you can give it a name. What, how, what will you call the mouth? Mouth only. <laughs> or mouth organ. <laughs> Whichever one it is. Amen. So sing praises with your instrument of music. Whatever be that instrument. Is that not an instrument? Yes. Will somebody want to praise the Lord with your craft? Amen. Some of us don't. Brethren, today's service is a wonderful one. Amen. Don't just come here and go empty handed. Don't just come here and go without receiving from the Lord. God is releasing some goodies into the life of somebody here today. We are praising God for a reason. Yes, sir. Your blessings will not elude you in Jesus' name. Yeah. The Jesus said, when you clap your hands, what are you doing? The head of the devil or whoever it is in your hand, you are, you, are, you, are, you are telling why did you come, why did you come my way? You are in trouble. You are hitting it. Amen. 
Amen. Praise him with your instruments. Praise him with your instruments. How do you praise this Lord? Sing high praises. The high praises of God. Sing what? The high praises of God. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. From verse 19 to verse 23. The Bible tells us the story of a man, a king called Jehoshaphat. Who was surrounded by nations that he knew there was no way he could overcome. And when he was told, the Bible says he called a three days fast. And on the third day, they all came together. And the word of the Lord came by a prophet and said, you will not need to fight in this battle. God will fight for you. And I want to tell someone here today, God is already fighting for you. Amen. So, the things we are doing this morning, brethren, it's not a, we are not here for any ritual. We are here to obey the word of God. Hallelujah. And I know that whatever God has spoken, it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. The Bible says they began to praise the Lord. When they began, that's 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 19 to 23. When they began to praise the Lord in verse 22, the Bible says, The Lord said, Ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, Monset, which were caught together against Judah, and they were smitten. Now look at how God did it in verse 23. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Monset. So the enemies of Judah began to fight themselves when Judah began to praise the Lord. Why won't you praise God? God is not saying you should go out for boxing. He's not saying you should go and buy a gun. He's not saying you should go and look for a knife. All he's saying is do what? Just praise him. Praise him with all that you have. And as you praise him, he begins to fight for you. I want you to ask your neighbor, why won't you let God fight for you? All he asks is that you should praise him. He has done it before, brethren. The Bible says whatever he did in the Bible is for what? It's for our example. Yes. And he has not stopped. Oh, you are, your own concern is you are so much concerned about your riches. Oh, how far behind you are. Look at what happened. When God finished fighting for the children of Judah, the Bible says in verse 24, when they came towards the water tower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies. Falling to the air, and none escaped. None of your enemies will escape. Anyone that has made up his mind that he or she is your enemy, none will escape in Jesus' name. Now look at the sweet part. Tell somebody this is the sweet part. Verse 25. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil. Remember the last time we spoke about divine exchange. They came to take away the spoil of them. They found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies. Precious jewels, which they stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away. And they were three days. How many days? In guarding of the spoil, it was so much. You know, 2020 is not just the beginning. It's not just, we're not just stepping into a new year. What are we stepping into? We're stepping... We're also stepping into what? A new decade. It's not just a new year. And I see someone here swimming in abundance. I say, I see someone here swimming in abundance. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. It took them three days to gather these points of war. After they had praised the Lord. That's all you need to do. Just praise him. 
and it will come true for you. Amen. I say it will come true for you. Amen. Make sure you don't miss our crossover service. Because a strong part of what we're going to be doing on that day is what? Praising, praising God. Not somebody praising God on our behalf. We will be praising God with our mouth. Amen. With all the organs he has given unto us. Our hands, our legs, the tambourine, whatever call it. If you have a guitar at home, bring it. Bring anything you want to use to praise the Lord. Yeah, you have a gaga at home, bring it. Amen. Because as we praise, there shall be a great harvest. Amen. I said there shall be a great harvest. Amen. Finally, the Bible says, how do we, it says, approach it with what the Bible calls the two-edged sword. What is the two-edged sword? It's the word of God. It's the word of God. Just telling God, Father, you are just good. You are good. God, you are so good. God, you are kind. God, you are wonderful. My Lord, you are excellent. Excellent is your name. Your name, excellent is your power. God, you are wonderful, my Lord, you are excellent. Tell him, talking to him from his word. Tell him what his word says. At times you have to tell him that in spite of what you see. That's why one songwriter says, we are not moved by what we see. Yes. Hallelujah. We are not moved by what Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I want to go. that we read in Psalm 149, we are told of some consequences of praising God. Number one, God will take pleasure in you. Is there someone here whom God will take pleasure in as you, as you go ahead? Amen. He will take pleasure in you in Jesus' name. Amen. When you praise him, he will take, he takes pleasure in you. I believe it's Isaiah chapter 62 verse 1 that says that, I mean, going downwards, I think you will no longer be forsaken. You will become a beloved of God. It's because he takes pleasure in you. He delights in you. You will now be called a delightsome land. Hallelujah. When you praise God, that's for number one. God takes pleasure in you. Number two, the Bible says, God beautifies you as the meek. With what? With salvation. That they saw the choir number that says, He will come and save you. He will come and save you. Say to the weary one, Your Lord will surely come. He will come and save you. When you praise Him, he beautifies you with salvation. He will come through for you. He will save you when it looks like all is lost. Number three, when you beautify, I mean, when you praise him, vengeance is executed 
upon the heathen. Brethren, our God is a God of vengeance. That's why he said, don't fight for yourself. Tell someone, don't fight for yourself. It's, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord of hosts. When he sees that you are dependent upon him, he will come true for you. I say he will come true for you. Amen. Number four, when you praise him, he releases punishment upon the people. Those that deserve punishment. He begins to punish them. Number five, when you praise him, kings are bound with chains and nobles with fetters of iron. In other words, if there be any king that wants to operate in your life that God has not put there, he will do what? He will bind that king with chains. That's why the Bible says, every tree that my father has not planted shall what? Shall be uprooted. In Isaiah chapter 7, the Bible says, the enemies of Israel, they said, let us go into Judah. Let us make a king there. Establish a king that will, do what? That will obey our command. That is what leads us to verse 7, which we all love very much. Says it shall not be, yes, it shall not come to pass. Yes. The king of the enemy shall not rule in your life. Amen. So when the Bible says kings are bound with chains, nobles with fetters of iron, there are those kings that God has not made in your life. Mm. Whatever has made itself a king in your life that God has not established today, God is binding them in Jesus' name. Amen. Number six, I believe. The judgment that is written is executed. Where is the judgment that is written? In the Bible. The word of God comes to pass because you are praising God. When the Bible says the children of Israel shouted and the word of Jericho fell down. As you begin to praise God, every word of Jericho in your life will fall down. Amen. I say every word of Jericho in your situation will fall down. Amen. Every obstacle that is saying they want to change how God wants you to enter 2020, they will be demolished in Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, when you praise Him, His saints are honored. How many saints are here today? How many saints of God are here today? God will honor you. Amen. I say, God will honor you. Amen. I say, God will honor you. Amen. And you'll be a testimony of His goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. 